My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful. We have the right to peacefully assemble. The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Oh, I'm back. Sorry. There. Hello. Why are, you, why are you pretending? All right. So a couple questions came up, and I want to get this housekeeping out, and then we're going to bring Clay in. Number one, uh, people have been reaching out to me, asking me how the deposition went with Max uh, and the Coomer, uh, the evil Coomer crew, Kane. Uh, <laughs> you can't make this up. Coomer's attorney's name is Kane, and so I asked him, in, a, in an email that I Any sent relation? to him, I asked him if he killed Abel by himself or did he have Coomer help him? <laughs> but I don't know. I haven't, I haven't heard from anyone. And, uh, but I did put out something, a prayer request, everyone to, to pray for Max. I don't, I don't know what's going on with it yet, so I can't really tell you. Uh, Max is really, really smart. So I'd be lying if I told you I didn't miss him. Um, but, yeah, so I think, I, I don't know. So answer the question is just like so an answer it out here. I have no idea, but um, I think it probably went uh, as well as having to sit in a room with Satan would go. I didn't say they were Satan. I just said it would go about as well as sitting in a room with Satan. Well, if he if he uh, you know took to took to Telegram like you did on some auspicious days, and maybe it was more fun. But yeah, yeah. All right, so um, the other thing is is that we I want to talk about this event, this, this op from this group that just popped up out of nowhere, this Team America <laughs> group that popped up in Arizona that uh, decided they were going to create chaos last night on the call. Um, I want you all to know that uh, one of the people that's involved in that is one of the same people that in 2013 was at Bundy Ranch, wasn't charged at Bundy's Ranch. Uh, Pete Santilli was, knows the guy, and said, hmm, no. So, guys, listen. What's happening in Arizona is organic. It's the people standing up. And anyone that says you have to have some grave plan, no. No. You get to Arizona, you create density, and you ask for the one thing that we've demanded. We've demanded it as people. And you show up, and we don't leave until... We get a new election. The fraud is evident, and no one knows more about the fraud that's happening across the country in this than the person that tested it, Clay Perry. Clay, Clay, welcome to the show. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. And by the way, thank you for your service. Not a problem. You you are that humble guy. You you are. I mean, I I met you at the the uh, um, Truth Summit. Just walked up, shook your hand. 
and just said, hey, thank you. And I walked away and you, you said, okay, thank you. All right. You didn't, there was, there was no, you're just authentic. I'm just a Marine fighting this fight. So, so I want, yeah. I want to, I want to start by having you tell everyone a little bit about yourself and a little bit of your credentials. Um, you are an expert and, uh, they don't have any experts on their side. They're bringing forward other than gobbledygook, but you're an expert and you know, the system go ahead. Floor's yours. Yeah. I, like I said, I have a master's in cybersecurity on, on computer science track. Um, I have a bachelor's in computer science and systems. Um, I've got CISSP, CEH, CHFI. So from hacking to forensics, I've, I've got all the major certs. I can do anything in the security realm. I've got 20 years of experience across the civilian side, across all sectors of you know, the government, whether it's DOD or the civil side. I've even you know done work for NATO infrastructure. I've just done it from end end to end in the in the security field and the the worst thing of all is um i spent nine years in in the voting system test labs and had a choker chain on me the whole time and um, i just knew all this stuff was and always scratched my head at how the eac or some secretary of state would still approve these systems it's just you know beyond me and 2020 led to the they just got so blatantly sloppy. It was just apparent across the board. Well, I mean, let's talk about that. You gave testimony, which is the first time anybody's heard testimony. I think heard testimony. You gave testimony, and we, we did a show on that. We walked through all of it here. Clay, you knew that there were vulnerabilities in the system and you knew the system was des- and I'm not going to put words in your mouth. I'm going to I'll let you decide whether or not this is what the outcome is. The system that was designed to commit fraud against the American people. But you went in, you told them about it. You went all the way up to the source code and then they're like, "No, no, no, no. no. You can't you can't touch that." Is that accurate? That's accurate. That's that's the one thing that was always hidden and then in all this research after I've come to find out, and a lot of the other people who are fighting this fight and the experts that have written stuff, to find out that even, you know, the very first laboratory I was in, Wiley, lied to me. They didn't look at the code anyway. They had that handed off to some third-party people to look at the source code because they weren't even doing any security tests on it. There were things like when the touch screens were there, I'd say, I cannot test these without seeing the source code. I mean, we've heard Clint Curtis Talk about this. This is how he first hacked the systems down in Florida back in 2000. I mean, this this was where it was at. You cannot do the analyst. So I play around, do some half halfway checks. Try to watch my language here, um, but and and, and and try to do it. And then it was always you had to default to hey, it's built in accordance with the TDP or meets the intent of the BBSG. It was just it was just typical bureaucratic you know rubber stamping plain and simple do, do you feel like your voice matters do you feel like the voice of the american people is is heard in elections across america no i i don't think the people are being listened to one bit i think this is the it's to me it's just it's gotten to be pure evil i've seen it on red side blue side it, and everybody's happy you know, the Republicans down here in Alabama are happy. Oh, we're red. Yeah, well, it's communist red. 
because it's not the type of a Republicans that the people of Alabama want. And, and there's analytical data that proves it. There, there, there's other, there's a whole lot of other hard evidence that proves it. But you know, it's getting our our voice heard in court. You know, so, the way we're so, supposed to. So my question is, if the courts are are um, compromised, which I mean, based on the evidence that you presented in that court of law, that should have been enough to create an injunction against using the machines, period, and stop mail-in ballots. Because you have to have gas to the machine. The, the machines don't do, do it themselves. They have to have gas. You have to have the ability to, um, to combine one set of fraud with another, right? It, it, it's just the way, it, I mean, I, I'm sorry, but you can't, the machines by themselves, unless they were manufacturing the outcome, which they could be doing, but the ballots matched up when we did the we did the audit as far as the number of ballots, which means there has to be fuel to the machine, right? Am I, am I right? No, that's correct. Here, here's the thing, and I've, I've, again, I started this in 2008 until 2017. I tested, and so in this time is when I went and got my master's in cybersecurity, and. I'd have professors bring it up, then they would regret bringing it up in class with me sitting there, right? Because they would have all these things, especially with the Russia, 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 right? right? And how they influence. I said, it can't be done from that. There's one thing that I do know, and, and it's, I've used in my career the whole time. It's called, you know, risk assessment and analysis. And you talk about risk management. And, and when you analyze all the things and everything that I knew from testing the systems, it's going to be compromised in segmented ways, and it's going to be done mainly from the inside. It has to be the people who touch the machines, work with them, the people who program them, and then all the other ways that you can do it, like these mail-in ballots. It flies in the face of everything. If, if paper ballots are involved with a voting system, they are supposed to check for forgeries. We've had that fail here in Alabama, Georgia's had it fail. They don't check these things. I can tell you the settings I've seen, and it's been reported on, the stuff that would check for it in the system, like the IR configurations, turned off, disabled. How does that happen? That's an administrator on the voting system. That's not That's not from some outside source. And I can't but, get into too much of the details, but I've seen the files that state that, and they didn't come from the outside. Well, so that means that we have machine companies that are largely owned by private equity firms that are largely owned by investors that we have no transparency into. So we have a non-transparent system. We have a non-transparent process of counting the ballots. We have a non-transparent process of where the mail-in ballots go, who has them. We have no signature verification. And we have companies like Runbeck and Dominion, ES&S, Smartmatic, I can go down the line, who are owned by the same PE firms and same investors in those companies across the board. And we have whistleblowers that are saying this, and yet we're supposed to trust it as the American people and not feel like institutional slaves. It's, it, it, it's sad. And the sad thing is, is even the people that work the elections, and believe me, I was just, I was on a big meeting with all the Texas, Dallas County, Texas poll workers and everything and, and talking with them. And the one thing that just surprised me most of all was that, when they would refer to the stat da state database, they were taught, they said the ESS database. And I'm like, well, maybe it's the same thing because down here in Alabama, ESS, oh, coincidentally, handles our voter registration. 
they have a big contract for that, which is way, way overpriced. I, believe me, I've done proposals and done contract work, and that got sent to me by a grassroots organization down here and took to review it. Not only because to get a state contract, they had to pay an outrageous amount of money, which should be public information. I mean, it's tax dollars being spent. You think it would be publicly available? But our state charges them. They had me look at it because they didn't understand a lot of it, and it's just, it's it's so rigged. Our our state governments aren't doing what they're charged to do. They're passing it off to a vendor, and they don't they don't allow the people to check. Probate judges don't have a way to verify anything. They're they're just told very minimal stuff. We're flying in this blind. So if we're flying in it blind, then the only way to solve the problem, Clay, I got to ask you this as an expert, is the only way to solve the problem as a cyber expert is to get back to the basics, go to paper ballots, hand count, um, in-person ID, because from there we can start to engineer a solution that maybe it, it may be more effective to have some sort of system in place, but we can't see that system because right now we can't trust the results and they're fighting so hard against it that that by itself becomes another piece of the circumstantial evidence to get down to what's happening in the source code, right? Yep. It, it, and here's the important point, because I, I want to make, because this has nothing to do with my technical side. This yeah. has to do with security, te- with testing, period, the testing right. process. And two, by the way, the one I don't, I have an ITIL certification, which is a process improvement. You know, and if you talk with Colonel Sean Smith, he'll tell you, there are certain procedures that you do, no matter what it is, that that you can follow and sitting in Arizona court and them trying to say, oh, it's going to take two extra football stadiums and 50,000 employees. That's that's because you're doing it a jacked up way. You have no process flow. You don't know how to handle, you you know, this system and, and to refine it. And it's the same way in Alabama. I Believe me, I just got through talking face to face with our secretary of state down here or the outgoing with John Merrill. And he said the same thing, referred to some judge who was doing their audit verification it, 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 stupidly. It's and, and no wonder they were having hand count mistakes because he's reading off to them. No. And and you're exactly right. I'm just telling you, as far as Arizona, they need to get back to precincts. They need to get the hand count up there. The same thing we presented in court. They do that and they'll get the true numbers. And this, and for, but but right now I think it's past that because it's so polluted. There's no way to count oh. the the ballots now. We have to have a, a well, new well, election. Yeah, you have re-election. I've and, I, and I've seen, and, and they should do that. There should be a full force effort. That December is it December sixth or whatever they December sixth. Yes, that's um, so, that's that's a solution. So so you obviously have seen this letter that has been going around about the, from the American from the Arizona people, mm-hmm. right? Yes, and it and it says hand count special master making sure that we get to a place where people that are legally can vote can vote. And if that means that it happens December 6th, 7th, and 8th, okay. I mean, that's acceptable to me. Have an ID. I'm willing to be flexible. I think the people of Arizona are willing to be flexible as long as it's transparent. And as, (laughs) as long as the people that show up have an ID. And they're like, yeah, I'm here to vote for, I'm here to vote for, right? That, to me, puts all of this to bed, Clay. Does it not? Oh, yes. Here's the funny thing. And I'm going to tell a little story back from DEFCON. I think it was like 2012 or whenever. 
Because believe me, I was doing this since 2008. So if there was a talk on voting systems or whatever, I went to it. Uh, right. Usually it wasn't a full crowd at DEF CON in these sessions. But at, it was on University of Pennsylvania, Evaluated California. There's these VIP sessions. After. We sat in there. A county clerk talked about how their stuff was stored in a broom closet. The janitor had a key or some left. But some of these young hackers that were there, they were like, well, we need to exploit it and all that. And we're, you know, the people who've been around a while, we were like, wait a minute, you know what you're going to do to voter confidence? It said it's better to present this stuff like at places like at DEF CON. You do it in, in, in a, a legal, formal way. You don't break federal law by rigging an election and hacking it and, and do that. But honestly, that's what's happening now anyway. But we told that. But now, I don't care what state you go to, voters voter confidence and in the way our election process work it, it is zilch it's nobody has any faith we have to be transparent we have to get out with a paper ballot let the people count them and verify them and, and move forward that way that's the only way you're going to restore confidence um so i have a question for you i wait we have somebody that just said um they just asked me a question and i want to read this question because it it may be pertinent um let me see here. Let me just go to this question that came through. Hold on a second. This is a good question. This is a really good question. Sorry. I saw it when it came up on my deal, and I'm like, um, I'm wondering if Clay would be interested in the previous voting system, the Win EDS from Sequoia days. Um, the install disk equals source code. Are you interested in that? Yeah. Listen, no machines. No. Yeah, but we'll be able to get. We'll be able to garner anything from that. You think? It's no. too old. It's too old, huh? It, it, it's too. Here's what I'm going to tell you. It's flawed from the top down. I, and I'm going to tell you, the EAC is a joke. They that I just saw video. They just had a conference with S SLI and Pro VNV. Yeah. Right trying to see how to test the poll books is listen i could show you i could show you in the documentation straight from the vendors how those things are part of the certification process and i could pull up multiple reports test reports that show the same thing they weren't tested texas it's rubber stamp just like we do down here in alabama and it, they rubber stamp they didn't even follow their own texas law they have a functional test a technical test I sort of talked this with Kevin on, on his show the other night because he corrected me. There's a lot of good investigative reporting going on, right? And uh, it, and he proved me. It took me five minutes on the Texas site, looking at their documentation, reading through it, to realize there is no way they could have, according to their law and done appropriately to their own guidance, certified these votes, certified those um, whole books. It's just no way. Because they're all supposed to involve the test lab. The first part of the technical, the first four steps for that. It's it's it. And here's the thing: they're connected to the internet. They're being manipulated. Texas lost total control. The poll workers, and I just state from what laws I've seen and the things, because all the counties pretty much operate the same. That was an illegal. That was an illegal act. It's trying to get the Dallas County Sheriff to actually execute on it. I mean, but from the EAC, there's substandards. There is nothing security-wise. This is the very first thing I reported on to Wiley Labs. When they asked me to do an independent assessment on the testing process. I, they submitted that to the EAC. I met physically 
with meetings from the EAC people in NIST and told them this, the standards are not sufficient. And this was long before 2016 or anybody ever started getting into the election process. Stuff, right? and, and they didn't care. They're just CYA. So, CYA. And they talked to the vendors. It's great. So the vendors pay Pro V&V to have you test it. So anything that you find, they get to funnel back through the vendor who then gets to either hide it, maybe fix it, right? So, so really, it's, it's, it's all a lie. It, 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 it's a show. It's a big show. Because here's the thing. It's a conflict of interest. It's a conflict of interest for the vendor to be paying the lab. And oh, by the way, talking about the poll books, both, both labs said, oh, it's going to take a longer time depending on the state and all that. Oh, what does a longer time mean? A higher price tag for the lab. And, and as I've stated, and um, I've seen stuff that I've reported to the labs not be included in the final reports. I mean, it's... So, so I want to I want to play this if I can. There's and you probably have seen this, but I want to play it for those that are listening. This is the poll book, which, by the way, kept changing. So 300 people would come in. All of a sudden, went to 1,200, 1,500. You've probably seen this. Um, yeah, I've seen a lot of photos too. Clay, I've, Clay, I've, I've pointed out a lot of things a lot of people didn't catch. So, Clay, is this? They, fact checkers came out and said, "Oh, it's not true." Fact checkers did. Clay, <laughs> look. Yeah, no, no. I like like I said. You get them, you get the fat checkers, you get the Secretary of State's office, you get any of the people from the state, the county, who certified these things or talk about it. And then our ES&S Dominion. I don't care who it is, because we'll sit down and we'll talk technical. And let's, and, and let them let them explain to me. That video and the way that stuff functions, and those were not new poll workers that took this stuff. This is stuff that's never been seen before in acting. And, and I'm telling you, as much as you may hate daylight savings time, thank goodness we had it because that's what exposed this big one. Really? Now, when okay. is this? When is this coming out? Oh, there's already a report that Dominion delayed um, that they made opening in the post stations because Dominion had to adjust for daylight savings time. And uh, I, I can tell you, Brian, when I was talking with Brian, he he threw this theory, and I'm like, yeah, the program didn't account our shift. Normally, these poll books would have been hit and the numbers added after the poll had closed. Nobody would have seen it. And that's that's the big catch. It's either that or the persons that were accessing it remotely, their clocks were off. And that's what exposed it. Let's let's play this video so you guys can hear it. Uh, I mean, and, and then I want to after this, I want to get into the time drift. <laughs> yeah comments that came out of mesa county and in, in uh in uh answer to the the four or the three reports that came out of mesa but let's go ahead and play this real quick for for everyone to see um so i'll play the one, one where minute. it's yeah. kind of at the top of the yeah. screen yeah you can go forward just a little bit it doesn't it's about 15 seconds in for it It says 11.49 issued, 8 reissued, 11.41 checked in, 7.14 p.m., which is after the polls close. Hey, can I can I point out some things right yeah. quick? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, I hate to interrupt the video and people listening. You're, you're go see ahead. that little yellow download error? Yeah. What's getting downloaded to a poll book during the election? 
First question, guess what? All the poll workers, and there were more than just one precinct on this, they said that's the first time ever they've ever seen that thing, right? And so that why, printer, yeah. that printer, that puts the voters' um, ballot, their, their ballot style and definition signature on their printed ballot that goes into the machine, you know, that they, that they go with, and then it reads that and it says, all right, I pull up this ballot style. They go and touch the touch screen and make their little thing make their little votes, and then their ballot gets printed out. Then they take it over to a tabulator. And then here's the other thing that I picked up. Hey, as a computer programmer and knowing a thing or two, you see that cloud? Why did they have a cloud showing with a check mark? And again, oh, that might be the ES&S database. Well, why is it going up there? Why is there a connection there? I mean, these were poll workers that had been doing this eight, nine years, and, and, and they really didn't understand. And two, you can continue the video, but the other thing on the bottom, on the bottom left of the screen, there's this live chat. What's the live chat for? Two, which chat protocol are they using? Out of the top eight or eleven of them, most of them, most of them are unsecure and have no security. So there's an unsecure two-way communication source connected to a, a poll book that's uncertified, and uh, it print and it actually touched some electronic voting system by way of. That initial print of the of the uh, of the voting definition or, or ballot style. So anyway, sorry for interrupting. I just wanted to point those out. Those are the things that jumped out at me. Besides the crazy numbers. See, see, this is the part where my my mind is blown because I'm sitting here going, I, "We wouldn't. I wouldn't have. I mean, I'm a system architect guy. I didn't right? notice that. I didn't notice it. Oh, and, so and, you understand it? You understand that even if the poll books were linked at the precinct, yeah. those numbers. And, and, it, and believe me, I've seen a lot more poll book photos and stuff. They're not synced in the way you would think. I know if you're a system design guy, you know, it makes no sense. And that's None. what I'm saying. Let me sit down with them. Let me, I don't care. You pick the vendor, the state, the, these fact checkers. It's, and the, it's, and the, but the fact checkers never, never reached out to those people that wrote the story they just fact checked it and put it out there because that's what they do they don't they don't want to know the truth they're just they're cia agents that work inside these places or or literally yeah. i call it ebits right that run around lying they're just liars they go out, they went and asked the secretary of state and he would give them a lie and they believed it and we're supposed to believe them all because we're dumb midgets but just shut up the color yeah. Oh, and and by the way, do not question the government apparatus. You you don't have a yep. right to cover it. Get back over there on the plantation and go pick me some food. That's really what we are. We become slaves. Mandarin. So, so let's finish playing this video. I want to show this little part for those that, that haven't seen it before. Really, 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 this this is this is unbelievable. And they're explaining this way. Fact checkers are literally saying <laughs> nothing to see here. Let's finish finish playing this. And again, it says 1149 issued, eight reissued, 1,141 checked in. And then somebody said, why is this doing it on theirs? 1149, 11:41, And it's going to happen in about five seconds. Has anybody checked the Wi-Fi? Anybody checked the Wi-Fi? Wi-Fi is available? Well, the Wi-Fi is available. 
Oh boy. But other Wi-Fi. Oh, oh 12, 12, and 12.03 checked in. Nine reissued. So it went from eight reissued to nine reissued. And everybody's like, what? Keep it going. Oh, yeah, this one just went up again. It's just the DC. Clay, explain to me how that would have happened. You want to know how it happened? Yeah. The program was set to throw in votes. Our, well, there's another option. Casper and his family came in with their invisible ID cards <laughs> with the poll being closed, and they still got scanned in red. Or you have remote access from somebody who might might have inside access into the system. But, Clay, Which, you don't even have to have remote access. You could have a program. You could have a root kit that runs itself. A couple lines of code. Oh, that could yes. be like, boop, 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 listen, boop, listen, listen. And this is the thing. And, and, and why... When I go and I stay in court, I'm not. I don't present biased. I can't do that. If right. anybody who's presented, and believe me, I spent a lot of time explaining this to attorneys. When you when you present forensic data, you you can't make assumptions. You do that. You 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 throw forward the technical evidence that's there in front of them, and you give the possible conclusions that could have called this, and you let the jury, or the judge, decide whether which option it was. And, okay. and what I'm telling you, it's just like I told. When I told Brian, hey, the time lapse and the programming thing, a root kit, whatever you want to call it, that could be it, or it could be remote. Look, I have a hard thing from the company that makes the voting stickers to have a Wi-Fi extender plugged in at the precinct. That's another photo I've seen, right? And um, you try to explain that one. This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner. Of the show, they're an organization that is on the front line of promoting safe and responsible gun ownership. Along with being a staunch defender of the Second Amendment, they have a lot of different things inside of their three ranges and stores. So they have a gunsmith at every location. They have the ability to do massive amounts of training, uh, anything from beginners all the way up to uh, competitive shooting. Um, they're also the best gun store in Colorado. Uh, between a mar massive arsenal of top-tier firearms, competitive pricing on ammunition, they're a go-to resource for newcomers and expert shooters alike. Memberships there start for as little as $25 a month and offer an arsenal of benefits beyond that, such as store-wide discounts and special access to training. Even better, what you're seeing right now is DCF Guns also has an e-commerce option, meaning you can take advantage of the awesome prices without leaving your home. Just visit dcfguns.co and start browsing. I do want to tell you that as a listener of conservative-daily.com, you get an additional 5% off everything in the store. You have to use discount code Joe. That's J-O-E. That's discount code Joe. Go to dcfguns.co and use discount code Joe. J-O-E. That's me. Or it's coffee, cup of Joe. Um, but you can go there and save an additional 5% off every single thing on the site. Um, as always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online, available to everyone across the entire country. So, because, and too, there's, there's, the company with the same name is Swedish, and they, they do do some remote access, but it's for environmental controls. So, but there's a lot. To, I'm telling you, the stuff that went on in Texas is, um, to me, it's just they have so much evidence. They should be opening up those systems right now. They should be forcing. And there's Virginia, it's New Jersey. Virginia, that's too. Already passed, sea source code. Because it's just that obvious. They're, 
believe me, there's nothing. Nobody's as far as the corruption and the and the craziness will beat Arizona, right? I mean, that's but this this Texas stuff with these old books is is pretty bad. Well, we know that they share system uh, infrastructure. We know they share code, like the and the ESNS and Smartmatic and and Dominion share code. They share technology between the three. And, and here's the thing, and they and, and you're exactly right. And as far as these poll books, they don't have to use a an ESNS or Dominion, and that's what's questionable. But those poll books have to be able to function with the electronic voting system that they interface with, and that's right. the thing. So when so when they print that ballot. That definition and everything goes on it has to work with that Dominion system, marking system. It has to. And so, yes, it's that obvious. Okay, so so I want to go back to I – have, I have a friend, Clay, who is a cyber expert. He's, and he's, he's a liberal. I mean, he's very liberal. And not that it matters. We've been friends for a long time, right? And uh, I've gone to him for advice when building out – uh, a system that uh, uses machine learning on one side and uh, um, AI platform on the other, neural networks parallel together, blah, 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 right? And he called me when all this stuff started and he screamed at me, Joe, you need to, this is BS. There's nothing wrong with these machines. Now he's an expert. He's an, I mean, and he is an expert. Like I've never seen someone so, I mean, this guy is, he, he geeks out on, I like to geek out on system architecture. He likes to geek out on pretty much everything else. <laughs> and so about six months went by. He said, don't ever call me again. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm embarrassed by you. You're a disgrace. Um, you know, he just took the, what they said at heart. So I kept sending him information. I'm like, hey, brother, I just need you. To, and I always call him brother. I mean, he's pissed at me. F off. I don't want to talk to you again. His wife literally said, you know, you're, I can't believe you, Joe. You're, you're seditious. <laughs> and I went, are you kidding me? We've known each other for like 30 years. And he finally said, he finally said, uh, Joe, all right, fine. I'll take a look at it. Clay, it didn't take him two days. It didn't take him two I sent him the Antrim reports. I send him the image access. I send him the CVR files. I send mm-hmm. him the uh, Mesa reports. So I send him a bunch of stuff, right? I send him a couple of, of, of uh, uh, um, broadcasts by people, like one that you did when you were sitting on the stage. I sent him all the stuff. His, wife's, his wife first called me and said, listen, uh, you know, uh, can we have you guys over for dinner? <laughs> and, I was, and I started laughing and I'm like, sure, you're going to poison my food. <laughs> and then he calls me and says, uh, we got to, we got to meet. Let's go meet for coffee. And I met him for coffee and he goes, I can't unsee it. And he goes, I was satisfied with the, I was satisfied with the outcome. Now I'm not. And, and by the way, now he looks at it differently and goes, every time they get on TV and they say something, he literally gets, he was blind. He was blind so, by yeah. single source. Like he was a single issue voter, right? So he was aligning himself with the Democrats like, and thought that maybe they just, because, because he saw credibility in that one issue, 
he aligned himself with this gender fluidity and all this craziness. Well, now you have a guy that's a lifelong radical <laughs> by accident who now that he's seen this feels like he has been hanging his hat with the devil for 25 years. Hey, and, 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 and here's the thing. Um, and it's whether your political views or not, it doesn't. So just by your statement and how he was convinced lets me know that he, he is an expert. He does yes. know, and uh, he's, he listened to the science to use that phrase from another category, because that's all it is. And that's, that's, that's what it is for me. And, um, you know, Alabama was stolen over 20 years ago from the Democrats. And there's no there's no refuting that. I mean, it's evidence, but they swept it under the rug and covered it up. And and they went that way. And 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 that's the way it is. There's cheating on both sides because it's haves against have nots. And so but when you look, when you look at these systems from a purely technical perspective and all that, you, you can't argue with this. There are things when I first saw the read these reports and I saw the analytical stuff, especially like the stuff Walter Daughtry wrote up, and I'm like, I work in a security operations center, right? If I saw this data, it's like, hey, stop, you know, give me forensic images, give me the network traffic. Something's wrong here. This, math, math can only do certain things. Yes. You know? And when you, yes, you know, and when you see that, when you see stuff like that, you're like, holy crud. No, there's something wrong here. Let's get that look. And then when people don't want to show you or talk about it, I mean, I, it, and what's bad is I'm in, I'm in Massa County, Alabama. We, in Huntsville, we have more engineers and aeronautical engineers, you name it, right? We, we have a lot of software design people and, all, and they're sitting there trying to argue with me because they hear one thing from the secretary of state and he's lying to them. And, and they're like that. They're just leaving and they're happy. Oh, Republicans won. You know, oh, whoa, oh, oh, whoa, we won. But no, but these were the wrong Republicans. These are the ones that are going to be the same attitudinal because I don't care whether you're blue, red, purple. It doesn't matter. If you're not listening to we the people and realize that you're there as a public servant, you know, it, it, it's, it's wrong. And, uh, and they're just they're robbing us across across the country. And so that leads me to the Mesa report and Dan Rubenstein's uh, analysis. And this is the in the initial um, meeting that he had with the county commissioners. And one of the things that he did is that he relied heavily on Dominion. So he didn't come out and say, hey, Clay, can you give me some information? He didn't seek out any information out here. He went to Dominion and said, explain all this stuff away for me. And so Dominion came in and said, to explain all this away, it's time drift. Mm -hmm. Yep, exactly. Play. I'm Play. telling you, when I first got it, when I, when I first got involved with all this and, um, and, and they showed me and I got Mason 2 report and then the three, and I was like, holy crud, you know? I was like, this is crazy. Why, why aren't they opening up these systems? Why aren't the vendors being arrested? Because this was just, I mean, to me, it, you know, there were some things from the forensic side, like, and I told the attorneys, hey, I wouldn't have said it that way. But what I did tell them is it's 100% accurate. And, um, right. and, and they, should, they should be able to look. And I've seen it to when Curb was up there, you know, the former director of CISA or whatever he was, you know, on the Senate panel, they didn't ask EAC a thing. They kept asking him. And all he did was refer to an article written out of, you know, uh, the guy in Michigan, the professor or whatever, 
you know, referring to his stuff. And from the software perspective and the things he pulled out, he t- tried to always oh, just a parameter. It's this and that, a coding error. And because he worked for Microsoft, we're supposed to trust him. Yeah, they're so reliable, you know. Um, it, it, it was just crazy to me. And the thing was, was like, if you looked at the report that came out of, of Michigan at the time, for the stuff that was missing, there's two things, either massive system failure that made that stuff disappear, or me, I'm a security guy, malicious intent. Somebody got rid of those files, period. That And that should have screened it. But he's up there in his political hat on and, and saying that, you know? It just, yeah. it's, it, it's just astounding. And before we move on, today's show is sponsored by Augusta Precious Metals. They help retirement savers use gold IRAs to diversify and hedge against this crazy economy. Augusta is different. They don't push fear and doom like some gold IRA companies. They're all about compliance, transparency, and educating people to protect their retirement. Augusta has thousands of five-star ratings and hundreds of great reviews. Their most famous customer, quarterback Joe Montana, loved the company's mission so much he's now their paid ambassador. Even Money Magazine says Augusta is the best gold IRA company. So don't get into a gold IRA nightmare. Protect your retirement savings with a reliable, transparent company. Get Augusta's free guide from their website. You can go to www.augustapreciousmetals.com. That is A-U-G-U-S-T-A preciousmetals.com. A company that puts its money where its mouth is. Love it. Get the Augusta Precious Metals free gold IRA guide at www.augustapreciousmetals.com and do something now about protecting your retirement. What's up, Apollo? You're, you're... I just have a, I have a couple questions because we were talking before the show. So you mentioned Alabama. I know you're in Alabama, uh, but you know, on the topic of security, uh, you mentioned that the Secretary of State in Alabama just got caught. Uh, and yes. I mean... That, that, that's a pretty big deal. So, you know, again, this was on these these supposed hardened laptops. Uh, can, can you fill us in on, on what's, what that means? <laughs> okay. So so for these hardened laptops, and they made a big deal, and believe me, we, we've got the evidence. We produced it in court down in Montgomery hardened. here in Circuit Court. And, um, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, just wait. You'll love when I get to tell them about the hardened, right? So, so they're standalone. They tell the they tell all the probate judges in all 67 counties, hey, this is what you have to order. Fill this form out, order this. Well, they have Wi-Fi and Bluetooth 5.1. So you're like, what the heck? And uh, but they're standalone. They're not connected. They have one purpose only. So then we look, and I asked the probate judge, we open it up, we look at it. The Windows operating system went into life a year before they even built the system and installed it on the laptop. Yeah, yeah, shake your head. But you know, but according to Secretary of State, oh, they were new when we bought them. But you're not talking about the voting system software. And so the database that tallies up all the voter data from all the tabulators in that county first was introduced in 2011. It's been in the life. Pro, hey, Progress SQL, right? You go to the vendor site, they tell you, oh, you're using this version? Please update, because there's all these vulnerabilities. And, uh, and both remote and local. So that the standalone thing. So just between those two items, 300 vulnerabilities. But they're standalone. You can't hack standalone, physical security, whatever, right? Well, he's at a Republican thing. I knew he's going to be there. So I wanted to ask questions. The Focus on America group 
well, which was they're in the case and then the appeals going before our Alabama Supreme Court. They're there. And she asked the same thing. And he tells well, then he admits to the FOA lead, Rebecca, that, yeah, well, they're just used to transmit the data down to Montgomery. <laughs> so, Joe, you're a systems engineer. Tell me how standalone systems transmit it data. It can't. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, I'm like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> it's that. It's that crazy. That's how crazy it is, and we have him on video saying it. So, you know, we're that's, a standalone we're system. To, An offline system yes. now gets to transmit online. Yeah, <sighs> with it, magic. But, but you gotta understand, because listen, I saw this a lot. I saw this a lot. <laughs> it's only one purpose for unofficial votes to send unofficial votes to, to so they can tally them up everybody will know right well guess what the probate judge uses to send the official ballots to montgomery alabama our state capital now guess the same hard laptop <laughs> hard th see th this is why this is why i say that people that don't understand anything about technology i scream from the top top of the building I have this lawsuit, Clay. I'm getting sued by Eric Coomer because he's on the call. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I say this stuff. I go, all right. So he's the head of strategy and security for Dominion Voting Systems. He owns all the patents. He writes a, a letter in December of 2020. He said all those uh, uh, social posts were all made up. They, they, they were fabricated. They weren't mine. He deletes all that stuff, sues me. So then I'm like, this guy has no idea who I am. He obviously does not know what I've built over the last 10 years. Game on. Let's go. I dig into Dominion, right? I go, whoa, I built this model. Apollo, put this model up. Now, Clay, I want you to understand something. There's a reason why I'm showing this to you. I built this in December of 2020. I had, I had an ex-CIA agent guy fly to me and meet with me, blah, 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 going through all this stuff. Now, keep in mind, the, the death threats and people coming to my house with guns and sending powder in the mail and doing all this stuff was nonstop. Was it not, Apollo? You were there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absentee ballots, scanners, these, and all the points are the points of vulnerability. And mm -hmm. I said, you had to, once you know who votes, you also know who didn't vote, right? Yes. And so I had to, I, I did this based on, I built this based on all the RFPs, all of the system uh, processes that I picked up at different states. I smashed them in together for Dominion Voting Systems, and I came up with this. Now, keep in mind, I put in fake ballots and phantom ballots and tabulation and the adjudication mm -hmm. process where intent is determined and good count and that the systems went down. I predicted what was going to happen in Georgia on the runoff election. I was like, watch, the system's going to come down. It's going to go back up. Here's what's going to happen in the, me in the meantime. And here's the mm – -hmm. so, so I use this. This is in December of 2020. Clay, did anybody know anything about the systems in December 2020? Really? Yeah. Well, you mean outside of me. Right? Outside of you. Outside of you. My, my point is, is that I'm not worried about the lawsuit because mm -hmm. everything that I said in December of 2020 about Dominion is true. And guess who is running uh, poll position at Dominion? Eric Coomer. Now, he may be a bombacious guy and it may be a seedy deal through the entire company that's owned by the CIA and a bunch of people that invest money in the PE firm that are CIA assets. That all might be true. But at the end of the day, the stuff that you're saying about Dominion and ESNS and Smartmatic about not testing the source code, keeping you away from it, is the smoking gun. 
It is the smoking gun. It is the thing that everyone that's listening should say. Hey, listen, it's really simple. Did you or did you not build a system that was designed to defraud the American people? And can we trust the vote? And the only time that they have tested or recounted by hand was a, a vote in Georgia where it flipped the votes for a Democrat candidate in the primary. Yet they didn't test any of the other campaigns. But here's the thing that really for Arizona, it's it's too late. That's why you got to have the a, a total new election come December because they took the ballots to the printer. Oh my gosh! Yes, can you say public <laughs> interest to run? Back. I mean, it's 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 crazy. And here's the thing: because they have a high speed scanner that can count them, right? They have a high speed scanner that can count them. Uh, wait. Was the scanner part of the electronic voting system and was it certified? No. So let's take it to the people who have the ballot definitions and everything, you know, and are going to scan it. And they say, oh, wait a minute. They voted for this. No, I don't like that. You know, and nobody can watch. You, you've seen, hey, they behind closed gates, nobody's allowed in there. They got rental trucks running back and forth. Snipers. Hey, the- they have snipers yeah. on the building. Okay, I just want to be clear. Yeah. Snipers yeah, on the yeah, building. Yeah. So it's like, hey, what the heck? What, you know, you're, you're taking them there, and they're going to a system that can handle them. Well, if the, vote, the certified voting system can't handle them, why are you using it? You know, it's the whole thing. Oh, technology, because we need to count it fast. You can't count them by hands. It's what, over a week, and one county still can't count? Maybe we need to go to France and learn how to make more than French fries and uh it's because they could do it. Hey, Clay. You know? Clay, if they would have counted at the precinct level, the largest precinct in Arizona is 3,700. The largest mm-hmm. precinct. So please tell me, if you have a precinct with 3,700 people that you have to count, hand count, why can't you hand count? Because you're, you're cheating. It's just that simple. It's, it's beyond. Look, they've had two years to correct it, right? And they supposedly know better than all the experts we brought into Arizona court, right? I mean, they know better than we do, and they couldn't fix it in two years. So you can't you can't say it's incompetence because they wouldn't be able to open their door and get out of their house, right? They're you know, I mean, so it's got to be malicious to me. You're, they're cheap. It's just, I mean, if you can't see it, man, you know. And this is the part. This is the part that drives me crazy because there are people. And my friend, my friend, literally, we we're talking a couple of days ago, and he goes, and he and he's and he's in my office, and we're talking, and he's like, Joe, it just there's so much craziness. And I go, Yeah, because the opposition has to put in stuff that's not credible so that it sullies all the credible things. And then you have fact checkers that are lying. I mean, like this poll book deal. The, the fact checkers are just lying. They're just lying, right? Yeah, yeah, they are. And but. The poll book thing is the smart cheat because that's the way you do it. And and you're exactly right. When you said, hey, if I know how many people voted, I know who did. All you have to do is look at the voter registration database and you know there's it's kept. They're trying. They know, oh, this person doesn't normally vote. So, hey, let me get these ballots printed up and get them ready. And I'll adjust the poll books after the polls close is why. And here's the thing. For nine years, I heard, well, the reason these patches are missing or this application because we can't update it, it will break the certification. Yet, you leave the poll books on overnight so they can get updates? Hmm, that's sort of, hmm, hmm. 
you know, I don't know. But don't why? Know anything about yeah. That's the point. If you're not trying to cheat, then be transparent. Oh yeah. And and don't close the door and say we're going to count them back here. By the way, just trust the outcome. We got this handled. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's talk about the outcome. Uh, so I mean, you mentioned Michigan, obviously Arizona. I mean, we saw massive issues. I have one particular question. Uh, because there was one point during the midterms where uh, I, I think it was in Arizona, like they had they they said, "Oh yeah, we have to shut down everything," and they reset, you know, everything across the state, and it all had to happen at one time. They said, "Yeah, it's all going down now." Uh, we saw the same thing in, uh, you know, with this Lemberg dealer saying they went in and oh, this is this is uh, this is criminal. He went in there and broke in and uh, got access illegally to the machines. Uh, in a case where they saw someone where a Dominion rep said, hey, we fixed it. We didn't touch it, but we fixed it. Check it now. Try it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did they have someone who just like showed up at all these locations? Or did, I mean, it's just a big it's a big nagging question. How did you bring down and reset all of the all of the machines across the entire state? How do you do that without without remote access over the Internet? Oh, that's because, well, hey, listen, I'm not, we could be here for two hours if I explained all the things that I saw on the boards themselves and the, and these future and hat. Well, that's for future and hats. It's not here now. So, you know, I, I know, you know, Joe, this stuff just disappears because, oh, that USB connection on the board. That's just it's not there anymore because we're not going to use it right now. Not that you could plug anything into it or use it. And and on this thing, um, you know, in the summit, when they talk. When they talk about Dennis Montgomery and it's those tools, I, I'm just te- that's how they did it, you know. So, when, so do you, you they, do you have? They, they know they can touch them all. They know they can touch them. But it only. But Clay, how many people would you have to have access to a computer to make it happen across different states? How many people would it take? For for the people in the back of the room, what he did was the one finger, one. It takes one person. This That's, is why people can't understand. They can't understand the power of technology. It's so powerful. It only takes one person. That's it. Yep. Here's the thing. It's even in paper ballots, and if they kept this voting center stuff, which they print a stupid ballot because they put everybody's thing on it, you could still manipulate and cheat but you cannot cheat at the scale you can with technology. It, it, it's just, you you go from pickpocket, one person's wallet, to credit card theft. across. And it, and we've all seen, how many times have you gotten a new credit card because your bank's just worried about it. So they- Yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday, you know? somebody bought something on eBay, and I was like, wait, what? eBay? Yeah, they said, hey, did you buy something on eBay? I said, I didn't even know eBay was still in existence. <laughs> like shutting down the credit card. I mean, yeah. yeah I, that's, look, that's, that's just the way it is. You know, they, it, it, and people don't get it that it just allows just one bad person to take it all, you know? So, so, so we know, Clay, I want to work the problem. We know. We have a we have an we have something that came up that talks about the the Michigan error rate and and I think by the way this this uh, people collecting themselves in Arizona is going to turn into a national deal I think it is 
I think there's oh. no question people are going to be like, this is an Occupy movement. We are occupying. We are done with you. And what's even bigger than that is that people are – I'm getting reports of massive number of people that are going in and going to the W-2 and saying exempt. I don't want to pay taxes. I don't want to pay taxes. Massive numbers of people across the country are walking to their employer saying, yeah, I'm done paying taxes. Give me an, a W-2 yeah. so I can update it so it's exempt. Yep. Good. Good on them. Because that's where we got to fight them back. But, but this, is, this is interesting. This is the Michigan error rates. Go ahead and put it up. Yeah, so you sent us this. Uh, so <laughs> and again, I just want to, uh, in Michigan, just like in so many other states, we saw all these issues where people were going in voting for Karamo in, uh, in particular districts uh, usually, and massive error rates or they're being told they already voted. Uh, but go, go ahead and go into this, Clay. Yeah, because this is something um, Kevin Mockler sent this to me, right? You know, and he's been doing a lot of hard work down in Georgia. And when they responded back to him and hit him back, and, and he, he sent stuff to me and says, hey, Clay, you know, bounce through these numbers. And, and here's here's the thing. The error rate for any tabulator by the federal standard is 1 in 500, which is 0. .002, right? So the one thing that screamed at me is it, especially in Arizona, when they were talking about, oh, 20% of the systems are bad and this and that. That's just crazy. But you see here, this is Michigan. And believe me, there, this is not this is not half of what's going on in Michigan. This is just the publicly available error rates. And you look at those percentages. Nothing. There, there's only one that looks almost legit down there. It's 1%, right? And that's still, that's still incorrect. But you yeah, cannot have... And they'll say, oh, well, if you ran it the second time, it got accepted. Listen, I first reviewed the VVSG, the guidelines, in 2008. I went through every version, questioned, why are we still using version 1.0 when they have 2.0? And they keep putting out these new systems. You know, and I know, Joe, you being a systems guy, you know, hey, you change that first octet in the system version, uh, that's a major O-Hall. Maybe we have to retest their, the current requirements, right? right. It's just... So yeah, so so and let me say this, and, and this is this is a real thing. If your phone only worked 70% of the time, remember when we couldn't actually have a call for very long? <laughs> we all would go oh, through yeah. these dead spots all the time, like drop call, drop call, drop call, drop call. You were just irritated because it only happened 10% of the time. Imagine yeah. what's and, that? And, and here's what 88%? I want to point out on this chart, and you see it in bold, right? It says the S law. The, the S log is the log for the tabulator. Everything that it functioning does to actually uh, possible network connections, everything gets logged into this log, right? And those are the rates that the system's telling you. So how how can how can you allow these percentage errors? Here's Why the thing is the mainstream you. media not talking EAC about it? states that if something doesn't match the standard, that it's supposed to be suspended until they investigate and correct said malfunctions or issues. I'm sorry, Joe, you were about to say something? I'm sorry, I just wanted to... So why is the mainstream no. media not picking it up? And why are the why are the politicians, <sighs> why are the politicians to me, not saying anything? To, to me, well, the mainstream media, there, there should be Nuremberg trials on those guys. They're... They're 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 more evil, in my opinion, than that than the crooked politicians 
and, and the oligarchs that are running these this this scam. This it's to me it's evil. It's just it's pure evil. And and we have no well, besides you guys and all the other guys that that, that I've talked to and on a regular basis, you know, it is pretty bad. When I don't watch any news, it, you know, I, I watch Frank TV, all the Rumble channels I'm on, the, the screaming guy, you, you know, like this show. You, you know, this is the only place, you know, where you're going to get real news, you know, and, and, and it's sad. And again, we, the people, you guys had to take it, take it over, you know? Well, well, let me, let me ask you this question. How do, how do journalists write things that they know are not true? Do they convince themselves that it's not true? Do they, are they a part of the problem? Like, I keep trying to figure out. I mean, there's this there's this village idiot in Colorado, right? Um, and there's a couple of them, but one's a little midget, and we call him a midget because he's a midget. And uh, but he's on Channel Nine. He loves me. He's like he's got a, a fatuation with me. But he he lies all the time. Like the truth does not come out of his mouth. But he does so like this. And then when something comes up that doesn't fit his narrative, they just go silent. Why? It's. I, look, there's no, it's like understanding why a crazy person does what they do. You know, yeah. all I can tell you is I don't see if you're doing something that bad, I can lay your head at that. I mean, look, I, I saw a lot of stuff in my earlier years being a Marine, right? And and I'm just telling you, there's a lot of things that you mull over and, and you deal with. And sometimes, you know, hey, you do certain things, you don't say, well, they weren't human. They were like a rabid dog, and that's that you did what you did. You, you know, I mean, everybody deals with stuff in a different way. But right. to me, you're you're harming innocent people, and and, and there's a thing, and I and, and I'm telling you, um, you know, it that's the one thing, and and I can tell you that, you know, not just me. I think more people in general, you know, in America are that way. We, we may be the most violent or however they talk about some. Believe me, I've worked with guys overseas. I was in Belgium when, you know, in Brussels when they had the bombs, explosions and stuff and, and everything we we're talking about. And the funny thing was, us, well, myself and the Brits, we were fired up because when you see on the local news there, there's a carriage, you know, a baby stroller in the airport and it's all turned over. You just, you want to take action. You yeah. want to defend the weak. And that's what we do as Americans. You know, and they're turning on their own people. To me, the news media have turned on the people. You know, and it's and, it, and it's sad because we are we are the greatest nation in the world, and we it and because we are the people. That's the way our our government was written. You know, it's it's not Washington D.C. It's not all these bureaucrats, and to think that you're just going to ignore us is is just is just it's craziness. It's just upside down world. You know. Well, I'm I'm going to tell you I I appreciate all the work that you're doing. We are out of time, but um, I want to have, have you back. One on. more thing I right, want to ask you about right. just real quick because we were talking about it before. Uh, there's all this Koenig stuff going on, uh, and you were mentioning uh, some of these files that are generated by Dominion uh, and some language issues. Could you could you just <laughs> tell us what what you were telling me? Before so let's just say I've seen a lot of stuff in some of the things, especially around Michigan. Um, so I, and Joe, you'll probably understand, Hey, you know, you look at stuff in a hex editor, you know, you're looking at a forensic standpoint and you look at a hex editor. Well, if you change the language source, you know, cause two, there's an encoding, but if you change the language source, you're going to get some matches, 
But when you take a file and you change the language force, let's say to Chinese, and the file from the hex editor gives you a hundred percent match, what's the what's the probability of that happening? Zero. Yeah. So hmm. Let's just say, you know, that certificates that are done for authentication and handle stuff have hmm. Aren't your standard English? You put them on a, and for me, I put on a Linux VM to look at the cert because it was to run on a Linux system, right? Right. And right. I, it's corrupt. So I've got to do a little bit further thing. But then, hmm, why are these Chinese characters here? So, oh, I wait. What about Conic? What? Hmm? Oh, wait. There's no lawsuit now. LA dropped it, right? Yeah, but it, you know, it was a grand jury. And then the, the, the oh, DA hey, dropped it. So, hey, no, no. Everything's fine, Joe. Everything's fine. Nothing to see here. These aren't the droids you're looking for. Yeah. So I'm just saying that's we, Clay, we, we have that's a, not the only thing. Yeah. It, we, that's not the only thing. If you look at some of these other things and IP addresses, hmm, they all point somewhere else. It's not in the US. I'm just saying. It's not Russia. It's not right. It not is Russia. not Russia. Not it's Russia. not Russia. Yeah. Not Russia. Now, now you can also scramble it, so it could go through seven, eight different sources before it gets it lands, right? So it, there, there is some, some, uh, you know, shielding that can be done in order to hide the identity or where it's really coming from um, using networks. That is that is possible. And so, here's what we do know. Just I like to kiss. Keep it simple. Stupid. We know the systems. We know the systems are not are not hardened. We know the systems have massive errors. We know that it's not transparent. I like to keep it simple. It's not transparent. And there are questions and deviations of math and science. There's deviations of behavior and there's deep and, and there's, and there's deviations of the technology. So we know those things to be true, right? So all of that combined leads to a lack of trust holistically across the nation. I don't have to get really, I don't even have to get into it. I can just say, that's the truth. Here's the details of it. Here's what we're asking for, free and fair elections. We're asking for an election where the ballot printing company is not the one actually looking at the voice of the American people and has the ability to subvert it. We want to make sure that the people, the people, it's our elections, it's our elections. The people at the precinct, they count the ballots. You got to count 300 and stay a couple extra hours, great. And instead of spending $100 million in a state on Dominion or ESNS and padding the pockets of the elite, Let's give that money to the people and let them do the counting. I'd rather the people in my community get that money back in their pocket than hand it out to some globalist out there that wants to subvert the elections of our country. Here's the thing I can tell you is I've talked to a lot of people in a lot of different counties as far as this, and, that, and they're gladly volunteer, let alone get paid. They just want their elections done appropriate. And a lot of them, they don't care who wins as long as it's fair win. But it would be the blessings would be restored to this nation very quickly. Number one, restorations of ethics and morals would be restored immediately. And that's why I think what's happening in Arizona is so vital. I believe that Arizona needs to stay shut down. I am headed to Arizona, right? Just shut it down. And by the way, bring your tent, bring your, make sure you bring lots of water and be prepared to stay there. Be prepared by the millions to stay there. And if you're in another state and you want to start it there, I, there is no honk a honkathon. Let's just go do a honkathon from 12 to 3. We're going to go in here and we're going to protest from 12 to 3, then go home, and then we'll do it again tomorrow. No. You get there, you stay there. If you want to stop this, the people's voice has to be heard. And it has to be heard so pronounced that, yeah, there is a movement. 
The movement is go in if you work for someone, hit the W-2 and hit exempt. Exempt. No more dollars to the governments at all. I'm exempt. I'm exempt. I'm not paying you. I'm not paying you to steal my voice and make me an institutional slave. No. Learn the power of the word no. Sorry, Clay. I went off on that one a little bit. No. Hey, speaking the truth. If it was church, I'd be saying amen. 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 So, Clay, I'm going to pray for you, if that's okay. I end every pot. We end every podcast with a prayer. And uh, I do want to say that I pre- appreciate all the work that you're doing um, and you continue to do and the amount of truth that you speak. Um, I also want to thank you for your demeanor and the integrity by which you operate. Um, there has never been a time that I've been able to get you off your game and say, well, who is, who's the guy? You're like, I don't know. This is the facts. Right. Here's the fact. Here's what we know. I'll I'll leave the subjection to you, Joe. You you go. You do that. Here's what I know to be a fact. It is not a legitimate system. It is designed to defraud the American voter. The the truth always wins. Truth always wins. Always wins. All right. I'm going to pray for you, man. Father God, thank you, thank you for Clay. Thank you for his voice. Thank you for his integrity, Father. Thank you for his commitment to the people around us. Thank you for the service as a Marine, Father. Thank you for the integrity and the morals that you have instilled in Clay Parikh. Father, thank you for his mind. Thank you for his patience. Thank you for his ability to unite and to bring people together in different camps that may may or may not get along because of uh, small differences. Thank you, Father, for just putting them in this time for a time such as this. Father, I would just ask you to put a special blessing over Clay. I would ask you to guard his mind and heart. I ask this a lot of our guests, is just to make sure that they are protected, make sure their families are protected. Make sure that they have the ability to know that you're there and that they can have peace and joy in the midst of all of these things, all this chaos that's going on around us. Father, I would ask you to bless Clay financially, protect him financially, because that's where they just seem to try and hurt people the most. I would ask you to guide him in the next steps of his life. I would ask you to give him the wisdom and the voice to cut through all the propaganda and those people that would try to suppress his expertise. Father, I would ask you to put a blessing on those people that are listening and those people that are in this fight. I would ask you to help them to come together to realize that the people's voice needs to be heard. But Father, I, I do want to ask for forgiveness because I've talked a lot about what we want. And Father, I know it's about what you want. I know it's about the path you put us on to protect and to restore you to our community so that people can, can yell your name from the highest spots in not just our nation, but around the world. So Father, please forgive us for just getting even off one degree or five degrees uh, from that mission. We understand what mission that is. And as we fix problems and do things at your will, please Father, give us the strength to make sure we stay focused on those things of restoring you to our community, to our schools, to our society, Father, where you become the guiding light and that the churches can, can throw out this perversion and get back to the doctrine. Father, there's, there's, a, there's a listener that we have. His name's Will, and uh, you know, he's, 
He's got a hardened heart. And I told him, I said, you know, I'm going to pray for you on the show today. So, Father, I would just ask you to reach in and to calm Will's heart and heal those wounds of betrayal, heal those wounds of just feeling like it's, it's despair. I would ask you to walk with him, make him know that you are there, Father. I would ask you to give him the strength to stand in the fight. I would ask you to clear his conscience and get him to a place where he can connect and unify with others around him. I ask for all these things humbly, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I told Will I was going to pray for him. So, Will, if you're listening, I told you I was going to pray for you. And he told me, he goes, I'm going to be this curmudgeon till the very end until I see results change. And I go, well, then you are my spirit animal, and I'm going to make sure that we change things. And I'm going to pray for that change so that one day I can have a beer and a handshake with you. And he goes, well, I don't drink beer, but I drink scotch. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'll have a scotch and, and a handshake with you. Clay, thanks a lot for How can people find you, by the way? How can people follow you and find you? Well, I, I'm, I'm not much on social media. I mean, I am on Getter and True Social and stuff. Um, I'm, I'm Clay P0811, artillery guy. So, uh, so that's how I am. I don't post too much. I usually, I usually give everything that I need to post to the attorneys right in this fight. You know, I, I do appreciate you uh, praying for me uh, because that's big. I, I got into this because I felt God put it on my heart. But I'm, I'm just one, one of the many soldiers he's using. You know, hey, it's, hey, it's not about it's not about one person saving the nation. It's about the people saving the nation and restoring. It's about restoration. It's the thing that we need to focus on the most is how do we restore and heal our nation? And if we concentrate on that and we do good deeds and, the, and to make sure we bring truth to the front, it becomes impossible for the enemy to cut through it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Clay Perique, thank you for coming on. God bless you. Thank you. Be blessed, Clay. Thanks. So, you know, I don't know if you saw this, but I was going back and forth with Will on truth. People were like, why are you responding? People would send me messages. Why are you responding to Will? Because Will's one of us. Will's just a guy who literally has hardened in a way that sometimes we just have to reach out. We have, to, we have to recognize that shoulder to shoulder does not mean you will always have the same ideology uh, alignment. It, it, th- there's an alignment of ethics, but he's angry. I mean, how many people do you know that are super, super angry and want to run out and grab their gun and be like, Pop, I'm taking this one out. And you're like, man, calm, peace, patience. And that goes for me too. You know, I, I talk about wanting to just get that aggression out. Every time I get a death threat or somebody tells me, I'm like, when? Say when. Say say when. I've heard you say it so many times. Say when. And they're like, well, you're you're nothing without your gun. Well, I'll get out there in my boxers. How's that? Fake news. Let's go. (laughs) That is fake news. The uh, get you're nothing without your gun. I'll tell tell you guys listening, fake news. (laughs) And, And look, I work out quite often. I take care of my body. I take care of my mind. I feed myself spiritually. And there was a time, there wasn't a time that I always did that. I think that I was, you know, I prayed, but my prayers were different. Having the prayers on this podcast have healed me. It's made me just not just fearless, but more resilient, more just 
more just absolutely committed to what I know is true, and that is in the end, truth wins. And now I feel so much stronger about what going to Arizona means and and other groups and, and Texas and Georgia and everyone else. You know, rise up and do the same thing. You know that they're stealing your voice. Stop letting them gaslight you. Stop letting them try to convince you that they're not doing what they're doing. They did the same thing in the, in the Gulf War. They tried to convince us that weapons of mass destruction, that didn't happen. They tried to convince you in 2016 it was Russian collusion, Russian collusion. That didn't happen. Hillary Clinton, 30,000 emails. Oh, they wiped the server. Oh, did I have to wipe it? And you grabbed a rag. Did I have to wipe it? Mocking us. You hear what they did in Benghazi and what Tig had to do, 13 hours, knowing that he could die on the top of that hill protecting Americans and the entire time to find out 10 years later that they actually wanted him to die. They didn't want him there. They wanted everyone in that consulate to die. They wanted a symbol of chaos and we become their collateral damage. That's what we know to be a, be a fact. So guys, listen, there is no violence necessary. It's organic. You go to Arizona and you pray for each other. You just walk up to someone next to you and you're like, hey, you are my brother. You are my sister. We are going to have people out there and you're, they're going to have tattoos all over their body. Right? You're going to be bikers. You walk up and you give them a hug and you tell them you love them. And you tell them, thank you, brother, for getting out here, standing in the gap. And you better mean it. And if somebody goes to violence when you're there, listen, somebody, you zip tie them and you call the sheriff or you deliver them to the nearest FBI office and say, hey, I got your guy. Hey, what car do you drive? You want us to drop you in it? Yeah. Are you the Subaru over there? And this group with this, this nutball, this nutball out there who was, that was in, and by the way, try me. I want, I want to, he sent me some threatening message on uh, a text message with a website that <laughs> was unbelievable. A website, on the website, it's, uh, it, I, don't, I couldn't even, like, we're coming for you. <laughs> what? Oh, dude, it's crazy. It's Ben sent us, whatever. We're warriors. We won't put, a, we're coming. I mean, it's, it's so filled with drama, and it has no bearing on God. You can't speak of violence and tell me that it has to do with God. Look, violence begets violence. You have to protect yourself. You have to protect your community. But I want families to be able to sit out there. I want families. I want kids to be able to see what it means to stand up for your country. I want them to see courage and action. I want to see us protect this thing most sacred to us as we break the chains of institutional slavery. That is what I want. That is why I'm going to Arizona. And that is why you should, or other people in Arizona should walk. They should walk out of their house, black, white, green, yellow, purple, Democrat, Republican. You should all want free and fair elections. And for anyone to convince you that this is anything other than that, they are controlled opposition. They are the feds. They are the terrible people that are running that wizard behind the curtain that tells you that they are so big. They are not. And the greatest lie ever told was that the devil doesn't exist. And we know for a fact the devil exists and we know that this is his work. So let's break it. I'll break it with you. BJ, thank you. God bless you, boys. I appreciate you very much for the Rumble Rant. God bless you all. Stand in the gap. Do what you need to do. And before you go, make sure that you go send your facts. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very, very uh, simple message here again. The night of the incumbent was a farce. 
It defies logic. We know it was manipulated. We will not allow it to stand. The people of Arizona are now standing up and being that example. But uh, letter to Congress, we the people sat by as you, the Congress, spent millions of our dollars investigating Trump for the bogus Russiagate. We watched again as you spent millions of our money to impeach him based on a fake, you, uh, you know, these fabricated ideas about a call with Ukraine. You went after his businesses. You went after his taxes. Everything's been a farce. We watched then as you spent millions more of our dollars to investigate a fake insurrection, the FBI hoax on January 6th. We will not stop until the truth is revealed, the lies are exposed, and the criminals who stole the will of the American people are brought to justice. So your silence tells us all that we need to know. Remember your oath. Let these people know what's going on. We stand with Arizona. We stand with the Constitution, and we stand with, e with each other. So tell Congress to do the same or get the heck out. So I, um, I want to show you this, if we can. This is unbelievable. Um, yes. Uh, I can't even fathom this. I can't even fathom this. Oh, by the way, we'll be adjusting uh, membership stuff and everything else in the membership portal as we start hitting higher, higher thresholds. We hit another higher threshold. I want to thank all the members for being out there. Um, but we'll do that today as well, so check that out. Um, this is unbelievable. This guy, this suspect, he is an illegal, okay? Nicholas Joseph Guterres, suspect accused of mowing down 25 L.A. sheriff recruits on morning run, released from jail. Wow. Here's a guy that was held on a $2 million bond, and they let him go. They let him go. He left bodies scattered everywhere in different states of injury after veering across a road near the Sheriff's Stars Center Academy where 75 recruits were training run with, with drill instructors. At, at, as of Thursday night, seven remained hospitals with two still in critical condition. Gutierrez allegedly still had his foot on the accelerator after plowing through the four-column formation of recruits and crashing into a light pole. Wouldn't have estimated he was going between 30 and 40 miles an hour and some of the victims said he may have sped up right before the incident. During a Thursday appearance at the News Nation Cable Channel, Villanova said investigators had developed probable cause to believe it was intentional. Probable cause that it's intentional, plowed through 25 recruits, increased, and they didn't do a no bond hold? This is the same place, by the way, that let Konek go after the sheriff stepped up and said, I want a grand jury investigation. Did it, and then they're like, yeah, we're gonna let him go. Yeah. Disgusting. All right, hey, listen, God bless you all. The justice system is broken. So when the justice system is broken, then all you have left is what? The people. And I'm all about making sure that we hold people accountable and getting rid of these politicians and instilling statesmen. We need statesmen, people that don't wanna do the job. God bless you all. See you tonight at 4. And everyone, hit the rumble button. Show Clay Perique some love because he deserves it. He's earned it. We'll see you later. All right. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. 
You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the Daily Fax Blast, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.